Yes! Welcome back to Go Deep the Podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we have an opinion like we have a clue. Thank you for coming back. And here's your host, John Nothing Doe. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to the show. I told you once, I'll tell you again, we're not going anywhere. We got lots of great content on the way. Going along with the, the theme of what I'm saying, if you guys like listen to the show, you can listen right from the website. Go to godeproductions.godaddysites.com. I know it's a mouthful. Don't worry. G.I. Joe's got you for that. And from there, you can listen live or you can reach out to some of the podcasters and send us an email if you want to get on the show and be heard. I've said that a million times. I mean it. There's been a couple people that have been on your Jimmy Roenick is one of those guys. He's a lifetime coach. He's been on the show a couple times because he reached out. You want in, reach out. Today we have a special guest, someone that's been on a show on one of our shows a long, long time ago, and it was a racing show, so it was a, what a raw gas experience. So welcome back, Prince. How are you, buddy? It feels good to be back. Yeah, eh? Go deep. Go deep podcast. Yo, congratulations to y'all, too. Yo, you guys are doing a fantastic job. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So do you want to be called Prince or DJ6? I just want to make sure we're correct. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you can call me DJ6, Prince. Um, more people, a lot of people would probably know me as a DJ6, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with both. All discretion is advised. Great, great, great. I love it. So what have you been up to since the last time we spoke? And I think the last time we spoke, it was about NASCAR and your idea behind cars. You still watching NASCAR and all that business? Uh, since the pandemic's been over, I haven't really uh, been really watching. I used to watch a lot of NASCAR when I uh, go to my dad's house and, uh, Peterborough, which is uh, for international listeners, it's a, a town or a city okay. in Ontario. So it's the uh, outskirts of Toronto. So um, I haven't been up to my dad's in a little while, probably since last summer. I mean, uh, definitely yeah, when I go up there, yeah, so it's, it's just, it's all speed network. So I haven't really been watching a lot lately, but um, I learned a lot of good things with your other guests the other that on that show. So, okay. so I'm definitely uh, looking forward to to jumping back into taking in a lot of NASCAR. All sure. right. That sounds good. So today we're going to do kind of like a conspiracy theory. And I thought of you when uh, this yeah. idea first kind of grazed my mind. Folks, you're going to have to bear with us because we want to kind of go over um, some of the facts or ideas that have already kind of been trans uh, uh, handed to us, so to speak, via the internet or news or whatever, right? So right. we wanted to kind of go back to the Tupac and Biggie thing. We want to go back to who killed Tupac, right? So everybody knows that Tupac Shakur was uh, born in East Harlem, New York, and he passed away September 13th, 1996 in L.A. Is this correct there, Prince? Uh, yes, Tupac Shakur. I think he was 25. And yes. It's the day before. I always remember because the day before Nas's birthday, so it is the 13th. I think it was might have been Friday the 13th. Oh, Jesus. What a way to go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was shot on the 7th, I believe, September 7th, and died on the 13th. So he was probably in like an induced coma to try to do what they got to do in order to save your life, right? Yeah, because from what I remember hearing other artists, I don't think he was, like, I think he was in a coma. I don't think anyone had any conversation with him Jesus. that whole six or seven days. So, yeah, he must have been in an induced coma. There was a lot of facts um Apparently, he was in his, uh, I think it was like a white car. I can't remember if it was like a Cadillac or something like that. No, but, a black uh, BMW. So, it was the person behind. There was a vehicle behind in like a white Cadillac that was then taking those shots. I might have reversed this. Yes, I think it's a, I think it's like, yes, you're right. I think it's a Cadillac 
I think it's a Cadillac. Somebody in a Cadillac pulls up, and I don't remember if it's from the from the front or the back seat. Um, my 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 memory from whatever from what I'm going based off of is the is um no, but there's two different shootings, so I'm getting confused. But I think you're right. I think it is a white Cadillac. I think it is a Cadillac that shot at them. Apparently, Suge Knight got uh, injured also that evening, but I'll obviously recovered. He's still alive and well today. And uh, obviously, Tupac is not. He's long gone. He was friends with Jada Pickett Smith. Uh, they kind of grew up together. She kind of right. admired him the whole nine yards, right? Right. And then you got our Biggie Smalls, Sorius B.I.G. He was from Brooklyn, New York. and Brooklyn. Yeah. And he was killed a couple months later in March 9th, 1997. So right. the story goes, um, so uh, someone from the bad boy camp, Notorious B.I.G., had sent someone to kill Tupac. Tupac was making a lot of songs basically saying uh, he banged Notorious B.I.G.'s wife, which was uh, Faith Evans. That's Faith a legend. Evans. I don't know it. Right. These guys have a long-standing history together, uh, you know, Seeing that they both grew up in New York, there's stories about uh, Tupac sleeping on. Uh, you, you were saying before we cast it, he slept on Tupac's girlfriend's couch. Is this correct? Yeah, there was a uh, story backstory um, when they were younger. I guess coming up as artists, there was times. I guess maybe uh, Biggie was. I guess times he's kicked out of his house. I guess because he has a strict mother, Jamaican mother, maybe not going to school. So I guess there were certain nights. I guess. Tupac had a girlfriend where she, she would allow him to sleep on the couch and stuff like that. And he referred to that in one of the actual uh, diss songs. Yeah. I can't remember which song it is. But he refers to it in one of the songs. Well, there was a lot of bad lot blood because there, there was also diss songs about Tupac banging Faith Evans. Um, and what's, yeah, what's yeah. Bad Boy going to yeah. do about it, right? Calling out. Uh, yeah, and there's, and there's, there's also that infant. I'm not sure if you've seen it. <clears throat> I'm not sure if uh, you've seen it, Johnny, but. There's the there's an infamous picture of Tupac and Faith, which is which is allegedly from that night. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that before, and it has a picture of uh, Tupac with his arm around her, and Faith is trying to throw up the the Universal West Coast, the West Coast sign. She's trying to throw up the West Coast sign. The backstory behind that is she it was just a picture. They were all hanging out. I guess she was hanging out with those. Uh, what what was their label? That would, that would be death row. Yes. Uh, and out of spite. And um, there's other conspiracies like, oh, they gave her like, they kind of drugged her. So she kind of was out of her mind space and whatever. She did look but, fucked um, up in the picture. I know what picture you're talking about. Oh, oh, you know the picture. Yeah. So she does look like inebriated in the picture for sure. Yeah. So you never know. But you never know. Tupac was one of those guys like women, like, like, like we were talking about it before. Like he's been dead and gone almost three decades and women are still like, I love him. I'm going to marry him. And he's been, he's been dead. Right? So clearly yeah. women love, love him. Right. So you never know. Like a night with Tupac. Oh, I didn't do nothing with him. Like that's kind of, that's kind of, I believe something. So there definitely was bad blood and you know, it's sad when two guys come up together and they, they appear to be friendly when they first got together, you know, get to this point where they become like the, frenemies like they're they're the worst enemies of each other they know so much about each other and all they want to do is like spark the other one to go crazy you know what i mean right it's unfortunate it it's super it it happens more often than not i think it happens right. more than uh strangers killing each other so 
if you were to look back and you see all the evidence, there's lots of evidence, you know, there's lots of guys from, you know, ex FBI and ex LAPD that are coming out mm-hmm. and they're, and they're saying that, um, there was accomplice. I can't remember the guy's name that, that did fucking Tupac dirty. And then the, uh, the suppose of that Suge Knight killed Biggie. Now, when you think about this, is this something that's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense and it's kind of case closed? Or is this something in the back of your head to like, I feel like they're missing a piece of the picture? To me, to me, like there's several strong theories. None of them sound like it's totally that's for sure. So maybe bits and pieces from each, but um, nothing ever sounded like a closed case. Like, See, my, my theory when I was younger, right, more closer, like, a couple of years after the incidences, my theory, the way I looked at it, especially after I saw this one documentary, I can't remember, it was like this English man that went around interviewing different people. He even got into the jail where Sid Knight was to interview him. But after seeing that interview, my theory at that time was, Tupac being like a, such a strong voice and literally like a, the, the child of a Black Panther and born in jail and, and the whole story behind his mother. My theory was like the U.S. government had an issue with him speaking out against certain uh, rights for equality and people uh, like minority, uh, just just better rights and, and e- equality for minorities. Yeah. Just in America, sometimes the government doesn't like when you don't shut up. So if you don't, they'll shut you up. So at that time, my theory was, okay, maybe the U.S. government possibly helped fund or resource or help coordinate um, the LAPD and the FBI in a joint operation to somehow take out Tupac at the height of the, the, the disagreement between the bad boy and, and death row, Biggie and Tupac. To yeah. take him out and just make it look like it's in relation to the street beef, the street disagreement between Tupac and Biggie, and then just to make it certified, take out Biggie six months later. The only reason why I was kind of like thinking that was a, a, a good theory was just the fact of there's this one thing I heard, this one line I heard Biggie's mom say one day that made a lot of sense, as simple as it is. She was saying leading up to her son's death, especially after Tupac's death, the FBI was constantly following and monitoring Puffy and Biggie and Little C's and everybody. So it was weird to her that she said that they have all these pictures and surveillance and all this intelligence with them leading up to about five minutes before he gets murdered, but they don't know who killed him. And just the way that they were killed, they were assassinated. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there's not street people that can take out people in a professional way, but it just seems so professional that it's like, yo, maybe maybe there is police involved. Maybe there is government officials and you never know. But that was like my theory more years ago. As time goes on, you start hearing the other stuff about, um, I'm not sure if you know the guy named Orlando Brown. Yes. Or Orlando Bloom or whatever his name is. He was the crip that there was some sort of beef because a lot of the guys that were with uh, Death Row, they were gang members, right? Yeah. And a lot of them were funded by the Bloods, the Pyrus in a certain part of Compton. 
And then there was also a lot of Crips on the label, right? Like the Dog Pound and Snoop, everybody knows, right? Yeah. So there was some sort of theory, there was some sort of beef with this Orlando guy, and apparently Tupac was um, kind of influenced to go with a bunch of other guys when they ran into the, him at the casino about two or three hours earlier before he got murdered. And they, they jumped the guy and beat him up and stomped him. So there, so as I got older, I started considering maybe maybe there really is that theory where Orlando's brother, because apparently it was Orlando's brother or Orlando himself, one of the two, they're possibly the ones that pulled up on Tupac and shot at him, right? Yeah. And I think the brother also drives a vehicle that's very similar to the vehicle that was described pulling up beside the BMW and shooting at them. So, I mean, there, that's why I said there's so much different theories, but like there has to be truth behind some of them. No, hundred percent. I, I had this belief when I was younger that, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, this is a little far fetched, but maybe in an act of like jealousy, I believe that there could have been a possibility that P Diddy kind of set it up so that he could kind of run the ship so to speak, right? I don't know if you ever heard about that one. Uh, Yeah, I think I heard that one too. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought, you know, at first I was like, you know, when you really think about it, it would make a lot of sense, right? So think about P. Diddy. He was coming up. Him and uh, Biggie established a relationship. And then he kind of just morphs. The minute that Biggie's gone, everything's, you know, Biggie this, and I love you, Biggie. But it's like his music was just blowing up. Everything he touched was turning into gold, right? So right. I, it, it looked kind of suspicious. Obviously, I don't think that's the case. I just, at the time, anybody could easily look at that and be like, hmm, that's really weird. You know, you got rid of your 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 buddy's rival, and now you got rid of your buddy, and now you're on top, and there's no one to challenge you kind of thing, right? Right. Because Suge right. Knight was in jail. So wh- wh- who was going to challenge you? Nobody's challenging. He was the biggest guy in the industry at that point. Well, one of the biggest guys. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was one of the top. Not even just in the rap industry or hip hop industry, kind of just music. Yeah. What other uh, What other theories have kind of come across your mind there, Prince? Uh, in terms of uh, the Tupac murder, I mean, uh, there was another theory which is very which is very believable. Uh, about a year or two before Tupac's death, he was in jail. And this is before he was with Death Row. And why he signed to Death Row was uh, Suge Knight visited him in jail and said, hey, if you sign with Death Row, I'll get you out of jail. And this is the predicted numbers that we could do. And also, there's already somebody in jail planting a seed in Tupac's mind. Hey, you know that it's those guys from Queensbridge and also like Bad Boy that coordinated you getting shot at Hit Factory, which is when Tupac got shot the first time at the Hit Factory Studios in New York. Yeah. Right? So he shot, so he's he's totally gun-ho. He's, this is the perfect time to, to corrupt his mind. Gets out of, Suge Knight gets him out of jail, signs the bad boy, signs the death row, rather. And now he's on a total, this is the time, this is the Tupac most people remember when he's hanging out the car, flipping the bird, and, and F bad boy, I'm a bad boy killer. Like, that mentality. So fast forward now to Tupac being killed. There was a theory that Tupac started kind of coming around to making more sense of things in his mind. And he was actually contemplating the information was leaked that he was contemplating leaving death row. So there's that also next theory 
that it's possible that he was going to leave death row and Suge Knight wasn't having that, so we offed him. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I never had that one, but I got one. I got a big one. And this one, it uh, it literally became more prevalent recently. So recently, we've seen a lot of controversy in a lot of different TV shows, right? So let me just uh, let me just poke this one at you there, Prince. What about the idea of Will Smith? Will Smith is the mm-hmm. one that does it. Oh, that's a spicy meatball. I mean... So hear me out. Here's some... So hear me out, okay? So Will Smith has this thing, and guys, this is alleged, this is just opinion, so once again, don't sue me, okay? But uh, Will Smith, back in 1989, he won an award at a Grammy, him and DJ uh, Jazzy Jeff, okay? They won their first uh, rap Grammy, and and this is all according to different news reports, but you can Google this, okay? So anyways, Will was was with his bodyguard, and uh, apparently he ordered... Um, his bodyguard, Charles uh, Arlston, to attack a record promoter, William Hendricks, who required six stitches after the attack fractured his left eye orbit. Okay, and you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with Tupac? This is 1989. Okay, well, remember, before Will Smith was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he was trying to become a rapper. This is how he was trying to get up, right? right? And then he kind of branched off. Like, he did a great job. He had, like, one of the most, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, it was, I don't know if you call it a sitcom. Would you call Fresh Prince of Bel-Air a sitcom? I don't know. I don't know if you'd call it a sitcom. But anyways, so at this point now, he's now long past that. He becomes right. really good at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This guy's making hand over fist and money. He's he's now met Jada Pickett Smith or Jada Pickett. He wants to marry her. She's got a really close ties to her Tupac. Her and Tupac are really close. Tupac has made it known that he wants to marry uh Jada Pick, but you know, what can Will Smith do to a gangster rapper? Like Will Smith is a rapper. Right. He's not a gangster yeah, rapper, right? Right, right. So right. as as the years go on, even though Tupac, the only reason that Will Smith got Jada Pickett at the end of the day was not just because he was a nice guy, okay? It's because Tupac died. His competition Tupac died. died. Okay. Right. So if your right. if your competition dies, and then for years upon years, even uh, recently in the last ten years, Jada's come out and said that you know she really loved Tupac and. And all these different things. And then, like, all the other things that have kind of happened in his life. Like, she, like, slept with their son's best friend, right? And it, I'm, I'm, I'm mashing a bunch of stuff together, but I'm just trying to paint the picture. This Will Smith has said on record, year upon year, four years, that he hates Tupac and he's jealous of him, okay? This is well-known fact. You can look this up on Google. So then, nobody really thinks about it, right? But then you, you watch their marriage kind of, like, I don't know. It, you can see it falling apart. You can see that Jada... Um, doesn't love Will as much as Will loves Jada. But yet when she says jump, he says how high. And the instance of that, in my opinion, is at the Grammys when, you know, Chris Rock makes the infamous joke and Will is laughing. You see him on camera laughing. And then Jada looks at him and he stops laughing, gets up and smacks a dude and starts saying, keep your keep my wife's name out of your damn mouth or your fucking mouth. Right. Okay. And now, allegedly, they're getting a divorce. So now I want you to think about this for a second there, Prince, and I want you to give me your opinion and see if that kind of all jives and makes sense. I mean, it's to the small, closed-minded person, it's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> but, like, we're, but we're having a conversation, and grown folks have grown folks' conversation. Yes. <laughs> that, that, is, that is not... That, that anything is possible on this planet. Will Smith has money. He has an extreme, and he's very open about saying this. He has an extreme 
deep jealousy for Tupac that is running almost 30 years after the man is not even in this realm anymore. Yes. That's the second thing. The, the, the third thing, he has his children writing love letters and I miss you letters to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, I seen in an interview recently that, that Will Smith, I think he said when he turned 40 or 50, whenever it was when he did the bungee jumping, he wanted to start doing things that he was afraid of. And that the bungee jump was one of them. And he specifically said he wanted to do that so he can be seen more fearless like Tupac. That was oh, his word. Wow. Maybe not for verbatim, but he said it in I kind of paraphrased, but he specifically said like Jada was in love with this kind of rebellious uh thug type of Zero Fox uh, nature three, kind of guy. Yeah, zero fuck, free spirit. He's always willing to go deep type of mentality. So he's basically saying, you know what? Let me try to be that guy at least for the second half of my life. And he's all doing it just to obviously gain better notoriety from his wife that is clearly in love with this guy that's always been his rival, even though he's like not in the same like music of genre of music, like he's a, they're both hip hop artists, but it's two one's like pop, hip hop, pop, hip hop, one's like kind of pop. And this guy's not even on the planet. He hasn't been on the planet for a very long time. And it's still his rival. It's, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like LeBron James, LeBron James's biggest rival in his career is Michael Jordan. And he's never had to play against him. Yeah. In two different realms, but he's always going to be his rival. Same thing with, with, with Will Smith, his rival is always going to be Tupac on Marisha Court. And it's, it's kind of crazy, but it's a fact. Wow. You know, when you think back on this, and, like, imagine you're an investigator and you didn't invest, investigate this as a possibility. So right. um, what is your thoughts now? You're listening to this podcast and you're like, I never really thought about that. We put X, Y, and Z and we pressured this guy to say this because this seemed to fit the narrative. It's like... That idea that, you know, you can shave the ends and push something in a hole that it doesn't belong or like a puzzle piece just so that you have it done. You say, yeah, I got it done. But what would your thought process be if you never even came to the conclusion that this could have been a possibility? And now 30 years later, it's like, fuck, how did we miss that major piece? Theories, conspiracy, <laughs> whatever the case is, you still you got to be thorough. You're in law enforcement. And special special forces law enforcement. You gotta you gotta be thorough because this is like a federal thing. Like you got you gotta be thorough. Yeah. You gotta look. And we're in a new generation, so this is definitely probably a newer generation of of FBI, uh, Department of Homeland Security, uh, whoever. Like LAPD, uh, New York Police Department. These are a newer generation of guys. You got you're young. You got energy. This is still like a lot of open cases. This is something that really should be like still looked into. Examined. There's still a yes. lot of questions. It should be examined. There's a lot of questions. There's way better technology and way better communication amongst the artists and people that were in the music industry. And it's it's way easier to get in communication and be and have these type of conversations with these people. So you got all the time and resources more than you did in nineteen ninety seven than you do ever in the world. So yeah, these things need to always be revisited until there's clear answers. I think you'd have to look at, if you were going to open this investigation and now investigate Will Smith, you'd have to investigate it in such a way where it's like, where was he? Can he prove he was there? And like, how do you prove something from 30 years ago? How many houses has this guy moved from, right? 
like how many different cell phones has he had, right? So really, right. the information to verify it's going to be slim to none at best. Right. What in your mind stands out as something that would say, you know what, I don't think it's Will Smith? Uh, he probably doesn't have the testicular fortitude to really want to pull that up. That's probably like one of the only. <laughs> like that's probably really the only thing. Right? But like, because in the end, like I'm not saying Will's a saucy, saucy. He's still like from Philadelphia, but like, well, by comparison, in, by comparison, yeah. Like I mean, like he he doesn't really want that kind of drama in his mind. He does because he can't stop thinking about this guy, and this guy's been gone for almost thirty years. But in his heart, he doesn't want that drama. Well, he's old now too, right? He's got young kids. And he's old, yeah. right? Well, they're not young, young anymore, but still, but like they're still young, like the young adults at best, right? And I feel like to liberate his own mind, he, to mention to to speak about the children, to liberate his own mind, I feel like he's been more trying to focus on the son to to put to make sure the son's in in like the best possible situation he could be in in his in his career, music wise and acting. So. Maybe he doesn't have the, like you said, he's older, so he probably doesn't have the energy necessarily for that no more. But like, I mean, I don't think it's something that he can let go. It's not easy for him to let it go, right? I feel like there's a lot of aggression in him. And, you know, on a, on a real level, I love Will Smith. I, I want to put that out there. Everybody, everybody does. I feel like he's tried to do his best. He's done gone over hand over fist to, um, this is this is one of those situations where you've you've missed the red flags in a relationship. And right. I feel like this could be the byproduct of missing those red flags because you just you're engulfed with anger because no matter what you do, like there was a video that circulated of Will Smith. And I this is not we, we're not sidetracking from Tupac. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, there's a video of him when he bought this massive house. Beautiful. And the first thing he mm-hmm. says, you know, I bought this house for you, Jada. And she goes, you didn't buy this for me. You bought this for you. This you has nothing this to do with me. You. Right. And imagine as a man. You know, he came from a bottom feeder to the top, the top, and have someone just disregard what you said. And then he has to sit there. And then later on, you see another video. He's like, yeah, you know, I guess you were right. And you can see the tears in this guy's eyes. It's, it he wasn't cry, huh? like he he legitimately loves this woman. He legitimately tries to do everything possible for this woman. He literally puts her on a pedestal. And it's just right. like she was never his. She was always somebody else's, right? And this is not me bashing Jada. I'm not bashing you, Jada. I'm saying that you guys weren't able to identify that this relationship wasn't for you. And this is, you know, violence is a byproduct of years and years of someone dancing in such a a way that's not natural to them in order to please you for the end result to be the same as if somebody else didn't last more than six months. You know what I mean? Right. Am I am I going too far here? Am I going way off the deep end there, Prince? No, no, no. We're supposed to go deep, and no, one hundred percent. Like, no, no. You're you're right, and everything you're saying, it's like it's not like he's not coming out and saying these things himself. That's the only thing what I kind of respect about Will. He's very honest with his insecurities, but he maybe probably needs he needs Will needs healing. Will needs healing, and and he needs um. I don't know if he needs better supports or what, but clearly you saw what happened on that stage a couple months ago or however long it felt like forever ago. Yeah. But um, Will clearly needs healing. You know what I mean? Like he, he needs healing. Cause that, that's what it was. That was when he did that on that stage, that was a hurt person, just hurting another hurt person physically. A hurt person emotionally was hurting somebody physically. Like, so, I mean, and we, 
all it is is everybody really and truly loves Will, so everybody wants the best for Will. Nobody wants to see what what's been going on with Will these past couple of months and past couple of years, like this whole entanglement foolishness. Like, really, people are more angry because Will is like I don't want to compare him to that guy, but Will is like is like America's Afro American superhero. He's like in the black culture. He's when it comes to like like the silver screen. He's like one of our superheroes. Yes. Nobody wants to see Will do anything. But you know what Will's like? Will's like Michael Jackson in this sense. Michael Jackson was the type of guy, when he, the day he died, it's like, what? Michael Jackson died? That's like one of those people you just feel like is going to live forever. Yeah. That's like who Will is. Will has that type of effect on not just black people, on, on, Everybody. on all people in North America, even international across the world. He's one of those guys like you want him to live forever. The space we've been seeing Will in the past like two years it, it hurts everybody. It hurts everybody to see Will hurting because we all know like Will is supposed to be like the guy like that everybody aspires to. And it's just so sad that since the first thing two years ago has happened, like how much people are just counting him out. I think I just read some Disney is considering removing him from Aladdin. his role of Aladdin. Like, yeah, they're replacing that's, that's him with Dwayne Johnson. Apparently they're, they're replacing him with the rock and like, how how much hear me out, Will. If you hear me, bro, we love you, bro. Don't let it fuck up your head. I just know me, excuse my language. I just know me. That would F up my head knowing what I did to one guy named Rock is causing me to be replaced by another guy named Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's irony right there. And to uh elaborate on what you're saying, we do love Will, and it doesn't matter um your ethnicity, um, you are that person that everybody wants to aspire to be. You have that charisma, you're funny. And, you know, despite this being a conspiracy theory podcast, you know, I really hope that this isn't the truth. This is just a theory of mine that's become um, evident. But at the end of the day, I really hope, and I said this on a, a podcast, a couple podcasts ago, I really hope that when everybody looks back on this, they can see that this was not their will. This is the will that was hurting and in, in, in a bad place. And right. you got to give people a chance to mend their wrongs. You know, Joaquin Phoenix Absolutely. did something. I can't remember what he did, but he did something. And he was excluded from everything for years, but they gave him another chance. And look what he did. Right. He came back with the Joker, a really low-budget film. Boom, popped mm -hmm. it up, made Warner Brothers a million dollars, then some. So I really feel like give Will a year, let him get his shit sorted out, right. give him a chance to come back. That's what I said. And, and I know we probably have to go, but I just wanted to say also, to be clear too, to be honest, right? Every black male in America will agree with me. We love Jada. Like, we love you, Jada. We just don't like some of the things that you're doing. You're putting your husband, you're, you're basically, you're making him look like a simp. Yes. <laughs> you're making him look like a simp. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's, unfortunate, it's unfortunate because we love Jada. Like, like we we grew up watching Jada, like she's a little small, cute, like light skinned girl with a real pretty face, but like she's as hard as nails. Like you know what I'm saying? She she could be in the most gangsters movie. Like you know, she was great and set it off. And like you know what I mean? Like we love Jada. We love Jada. Like there's no denying that. We just don't agree with the things that you're saying and doing as of lately. And not just the things you're saying and doing as of lately, but how it seems like you have no remorse or care. It, it's, it, it almost seems like you don't care like how, 
how Will's gonna turn up in the end of this. You see what I'm saying? It just yeah. it just seems like you don't care. It's just it's it's sad. This and is it seems like the, the the children have been even programmed to to not care either. This and is the bad byproduct of a bad relationship that should have ended years ago. Instead of you know making claims of an open relationship, I think that was just the cry to say I'm I'm more interested outside than I am on the inside of this relationship. Right. I think that you know there's always going to be hurt feelings when when a relationship ends. But I think at the end of the day, people have a lot more respect for you if you close that relationship instead of walking around, hitting everything else on the side, as well as holding on to this other relationship that you clearly don't value. It's right. not saying you can't be a that's swinger, that's but that's none of my business. <laughs> that's that's the, the way you st- stated it. That, that That's what it is. It seems like she doesn't value it. No. You know what I'm saying? And that, that hurts. And that's so when it makes... It makes yo, that's, that's why he is seeming like a simp or a beta male or whatever derogatory um, masculine term you want to use on him or demasculating rather it's, you know, emotions make everybody go crazy. We've seen women, we've seen men go crazy, but at the end of the day, when you look back at this conspiracy, it, it makes a lot more sense when you look into all the finer details, especially now when it's all out there, opposed to back in 1996 when nobody was walking around with these kinds of phones, they weren't on Facebook, they weren't on Instagram. Nobody was tweeting shit. You know, and people just had the information they knew from talking one guy to another guy over the phone. You know, they right. had cell phones, but it wasn't it wasn't the same as it is today. So my theory is, right. and and I think you agree about how you're coming across to me here, there, Prince, is that this is a very plausible conspiracy theory that Will Smith could have been the guy that actually did the deed, or yeah, was. You never know. You never know. You never know. Will got money. Yeah, he's, he's got lots <laughs> of money, so it's it's very possible he could have had an accomplice to take care of this. Because as I stated in the beginning of the show, him and his he got his bodyguard to beat up a promoter. You know what I mean? After winning right. his first rap Grammy, you know it's nuts. Never know, folks. Just a friendly reminder: you can listen to all our podcasts on our website, Go Deep Productions dot godaddysites.com and from there you can also reach out to the podcasters you can also send us an email let us know if you're interested and you want to be heard this podcast is for everyone not just for someone so if you're interested and you want to be on this show we've had other people on this show that we've had no connection with on a personal level reach out there you can reach out on linkedin you can reach out to the show at instagram everywhere you can reach us reach us and uh let's make a podcast Prince, it's been uh, an absolute slice, and I can't wait to have you on the show in the near future. Always a pleasure, bro. Always. I love you, man. A wise person once told me, (laughs) nobody likes to tip, so that's why we go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. This is Go Deep Productions. Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media. If you would like to reach out to the show, email us at GoDeepThePodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always go deep.